Hey, listener, this is Jimmy Pardo from the award-winning podcast, Never Not Funny. You are listening to PF's Tape Recorder. Turn up! Hello there, I'm PF. This is my tape recorder. Coming up, it's Rocky Laporte. Well, they're having, they had, you know, protests all over the country, and that cop, he should, like, he, he messed up, he did something wrong. Oh, yeah. Go to jail. Some of these kids, I, I don't even know what they're, like, the one kid goes, he's yelling on camera down in Indianapolis, he goes, we're doing this for you, Greg, and some guy goes, his name's George. Like many comedians, Rocky has been on lockdown, so we're going to find out what he has been up to and how things are going with him uh, during the pandemic here. We have a song of the week coming up from Harry Styles, and we have a dumb bit coming up that actually is from a couple of years ago, but is relevant in these times. No, not the pandemic, uh, not Black Lives Matter, very important still, but, uh, well, it's kind of related to that in a way. I guess it's kind of born out of that in some way. It's the controversy uh, that's come back up about uh, team nicknames in sports, and I We'll just play you this uh, as it appeared two years ago, two or two and a half years ago, because it all is still relevant. And at the end of it, I'm going to come back at you with an update about what's going on now and just kind of fill in the gap there. And then we'll talk to Rocky. Rocky and I talk about this a little bit as well. Oh, and in the Rocky interview at the beginning, he asked about podcasting. And uh, I reckon he wanted me to cut that out because he thought it would be boring. But uh, in case anyone else out there is interested in podcasting, uh, we have a few pointers in there for you. So I left it in. And uh, just use the forward button if you're not keen. And with that all said, let's get to that uh, classic dumb bit, but still relevant today. Kind of following up on a controversy we spoke about a couple of weeks ago as far as the naming of sports teams in North America with uh, names that are kind of related to Native Americans, indigenous peoples, and so forth. Well, the issue cropped up uh, close to home, I guess you could say. Uh, in the suburb I live in, we have two high schools, and one of the high schools uh, shares its nickname with Washington's National Football League team. And uh, this report is actually from uh, about a month or two ago. This kind of been going on for a couple of months now. It, it cropped up again. It's been an issue for a long, long time, but it's cropped up again. And there's a, another uh, push now to retire that name and give the team another name. But this report is from uh, a couple of months ago when it when it came back up again. And it's just interesting for a couple of reasons. First of all, uh, well, here let's let's start with this. Nine Your Sides, Ali Kramer is live just outside of your alma mater, friend. So what do you think of this debate? And also, we know this isn't the first time that there's been a push for change. Now, I know this is presumptuous, but if you're thinking Allie Kramer sounds like the whitest white girl name there ever was, you are spot on. All right, go ahead, Allie. Chris, I was digging in the archives this morning, and about 20 years ago, in 1999, there was a push for them to change the name, that Redskin mascot name, but the board voted unanimously to keep the Redskins. Uh, I was here at Anderson High School almost 10 years ago, aging myself a little bit here, and uh, this is what the Redskins looked like. Yeah, this is my sweatshirt. I still have it. And uh, this little guy right here on the uh, football helmet, you know, it's actually a better version than what it used to be because at one point in time, there was a tomahawk sticking out of his forehead. Yes, yeah, so a shut up. No, um, at least they changed that, I guess. <laughs> they they knew there was some kind of a problem. Like, let's keep the, the nickname, but let's make the, 
the logo less offensive. It's like that thing I mentioned to you when we discussed this a couple of weeks ago, uh, how the Golden State Warriors used to have a hideous logo, almost as bad as Chief Wahoo. It was a caricature of an Indian dribbling a basketball. And then when they moved to California, they kind of got away from that pretty quickly. And then the Golden State Bridge became their, is actually their logo. And Warriors is now just a name and Warrior could be anybody. So well done, Golden State Warriors. But uh, as for the Anderson Redskins, they had a meeting again uh, this year and uh, people discussed it. And the people protested protesting the name, excuse me, uh, weren't Native American people. It was white folks like Ali Kramer and me. But uh, people still weren't having it, uh, even though a lot of people said, you know, this, it's time for maybe to, to change nicknames. Uh, well, here, let's ask an old white guy what he thinks. I have been a Redskin since 1955 when I graduated. I have not yet talked to anyone who has ever graduated from Anderson High School who was ever offended by that name. Okay, that's not who's offended, dummy, all right? Uh, so, I'm, well, I guess some people are, but that's not, that's not the main problem. So, anyway, here's the weird thing. I, I did some digging, and so did Allie Kramer, and we came across a really fascinating uh, little nugget of historical information. Allie, what have you got? Well, when the school actually opened back in 1929, they were the Anderson Comets. That's right. They changed the name to Redskins, and reportedly it was because a lot of the faculty at the time in 1933 had gone to the University of Miami up the road here in Oxford, Ohio. Uh, their nickname at the time was Redskins. They changed it back in the 90s to Red Hawks. But this, this, is, the, this is the best part. Listen to what she says after that. They were the Anderson Comets, but it doesn't quite have the same ring to it. Anderson Comets. Anderson Comets. Yeah, sounds fine to me. <laughs> What's wrong with that? And the funniest part about that is up the road from us uh, by the amusement park Kings Island. In fact, uh, part of Kings Island sits in the community of Mason. Mason High School's nickname is, of course, you've guessed it already, the Comets. They're the Mason Comets. It's fine. Mason Comets? Anderson Comets. It's fine. It's absolutely fine. So I dug into this a little bit more. And of course, the big controversy nationally involves mostly the Washington Redskins and the Cleveland Indians, uh, occasionally the Atlanta Braves and some other teams as well. But I found an article in the Washington Post from a couple of years ago where they surveyed Native peoples, and they it was interesting. And 90% of Native peoples don't find it offensive. They just don't care. They're just you know, they're not football fans, I guess. So they figure it's meaningless. But uh, they found a couple. The Washington Post did, and uh, well, the wife has this to say. Personally, I think I've probably always taken offense at that word because it, I think the way people say it takes away your, your own personal pride in who you are. Her husband had a different point of view. The name's Rusty Whitworth. I'm a mixture of the Pondere, Kootenai, and Salish. So this guy is proper Native American. Uh, some of the controversy around these polls is that, you know, they call people up and they say, are you Native American? And if you've got like 2% or 3% people go, why, sure I am. Do you need to confirm that your racist football team name is okay? <laughs> I'm spot on with that. But no, this guy is proper Native American, and this is what he had to say about the Washington Redskins team name. To me, it's kind of uh, a recognition of our people. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't find it... Uh offensive or anything. It's it's just the way uh, people use the word then that can becomes offensive, you know, such as you dirty redskin or something like that. You know, it's just a name to me. There was also some text that went along with this article in the Washington Post, and I didn't have any audio of anybody saying this, but all through the article, the native peoples refer to themselves as Indians. 
And I had mentioned that in the last report we did on this uh, up in Canada, this the journalist I'd heard a couple of years ago talking about, uh, they call them First Nation people in Canada, whereas we call the indigenous folks Native Americans. And they, they, the journalist kept saying Indians, I spoke to the Indians, and he stopped himself and said, by the way, if you're wondering why I'm not saying First Nation people, it's because they don't use that term. They call themselves Indians. So um, that kind of vindicates my baseball team in a way, although that logo still is really dicky. I maintain that. So maybe we can compromise there. I guess the other problem is, too, is despite we've been told kind of this jive that the organization has run, tried to run bias over the years, that, that being the Cleveland Indians organization, is that they say the team was named for Native American. And if you kind of dig into it, that's really really stretching it uh, as, far, as far as that goes. And, of course, we had the issue, too, with I told you about when I was in college, the Huron, um, the Eastern Michigan Hurons, the uh, the football team for the university up there, changed their name. And a lot of people in the Huron tribe were like, well, shoot, if it wasn't for that name, uh, people wouldn't know we were here, you know, apart from the Big Lake, obviously. But still, you know, at least like the guy, the gentleman said before, you know, it's a recognition of Native people. So, you know, it is, it's a, it's a dicey situation, I guess. Um, you know, here's the compromise. I think the Redskins, Washington Redskins logo, fine. Looks very noble. He's a very noble looking Native American. Nickname still doesn't sound right. Even if, you know, only 10% of Native Americans don't like it. That First of all, if 10% of people don't like the name of your product, uh, think about changing it. That's one. And two, it just doesn't sound right. And as far as the Indians go, I mean, I guess Indians is fine, but let's get rid of the Dickie logo. So keep Redskins logo, change name. Keep Indians name, change logo. Sorted. I borrowed that airplane ding from another podcast that I produce. Uh, so anyway, so here's the update. The area high school in question has gone ahead and decided to change the name of the mascot of the high school. Uh, it does not look like they're going to go back to the original name, which was the Comets. And weirdly, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think anybody was upset when they went from Comets to Redskins, but everybody's very, very upset that they're going from Redskins to something else. Uh, another update is that my baseball team, the Cleveland Indians, are under serious consideration uh, to get rid of that nickname. And as I said before, and I don't know if I said it in that piece back there, but the Indians' nickname, I think, is just its dumb and it's inaccurate because if it was founded by people from actual India... Uh, I would, I might go along with it, but it's just, it's just not an accurate name. And, uh, you know, there, there have been some Native Americans that played on the team over the years, but not enough, I would think, you know, to kind of make that work, as it were. So anyway, a lot of debate on that. Uh, Cleveland Spiders people are very keen on. That was the name of one of the teams, uh, back in the early 1900s. I think the, I think the Spiders might have become the Indians. Cleveland Blues was another one, an old-timey name which I kind of favor because then my hockey team and my baseball team would have the same name. And speaking of which, Cleveland Rockers people like a lot, or just the Cleveland Rocks, which is kind of clever, but people, from what I understand, are a little worn out on the Cleveland Rocks comparison in Cleveland. It's like there's more to us than that. However, uh, Philadelphia's Arena Football League team was called the Philadelphia Soul, musical reference. Um, Detroit, uh, let me think, I don't know if Detroit has ever gone, Detroit Wheels, right? now they've never actually gone with the, uh, the Motown influence, they should. Uh, and the St. Louis Blues, uh, the aforementioned, of course, uh, refers to the you know blues music of St. Louis. So, I mean, I'm not, again, uh, Cleveland Rockers or the Cleveland Rocks, but, um, you know, I, the, the bottom line is that no matter what your, your team, uh, like in the case of the Cleveland Indians, you know, when they go out of town, the, the name still, the uniforms say Cleveland. They don't say Indians. They, on the, traditionally, when you go on the road, you have the name of your city or state, whatever the whatever geographical 
name using for the team. So it says Cleveland on this. So it's, it, they're still Cleveland's baseball team. And a nickname is just that. It's a nickname. And they can change with the times. And in these cases, they should. Rocky Laporte is a stand-up comedian from Chicago, Illinois, though audiences in Cleveland may recognize him from doing commercials for Channel 8 up there years and years ago, and people around the country will recognize him from Last Comic Standing and all kinds of TV appearances, so here now is your interview with Rocky Laporte. Podcast, you do audio and then you do visual ones too? Do you do no, just camera? No, just do audio actually. It's funny you should say that because uh, I produce another podcast for my day job called the Cincy Shirts Podcast, and mm-hmm. they've been keen to try to do video, but um, I really don't see the value. And then someone explained to us that, well, you should tape them and then you just take little snippets of the video and use those to tease the audio podcast and say, hey, we had, you know, Rocky Laporte on our show and you talked about doing commercials for Channel 8 in Cleveland. And we'd play a little 30-second thing like that, and then that would drive people to listen to the podcast. So uh, we may do that. But no, I don't uh, – in fact, the computer I usually record on for my podcast at home, uh, I don't even have a camera on it. So, hey, Let me ask you this. Yeah. Like, what, uh, what's a good site to uh, – somebody said, you know, like, I would like to do one. I'd like to – Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, what's a good uh, thing for – you know, everybody's doing there's uh, – Adobe or some shit. Oh, I just uh, I use Audacity for the recording. And Audacity. Yeah, Audacity. It's free and it's really easy mm-hmm. to use. And uh, yeah, it's it's a good program. I use it for all kinds of audio editing. There are people that um like my Mac friends prefer GarageBand. So if you're more of a mm-hmm. Mac person, you might want to do GarageBand. But there's also Audacity is also available for the Mac. But when I teach podcasting to the young people, uh, I have them download Audacity either way because I don't really know how to use GarageBand very well, even though I have an iPad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, um, yeah, Audacity for the recording. Get yourself a decent microphone. My wife finally caved in. For years, she hated the fact I did the podcast because I was wasting time and not working around the house, even though this only takes me about, you know, a, an hour or two of my time a week. So she finally broke down and, and bought me a really nice microphone called uh, Yeti uh, Blue Ball. Or it's called oh, Yeti Blue. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a great microphone. Yeah, yeah. That's what we're using right now. Um, I have one side pointed at me and one side pointed at the speaker where my phone is coming through. So we use that. We also use that at the Cincy Shirts podcast. And uh, yeah, that's basically all you need. You can uh, either do what I'm doing, just record, you know, stick it in front of a speaker and record, or you can buy a mixer like my friend Pat Francis has and be all fancy and, you know, run your computer audio into that and kind of mix it. But th- this seems to work work just fine. I get good results with this. So you download this Audacity, yep. and then how do you, like, uh, what do you open it up then and yep. just – yeah, you plug you plug the um you you plug the mic your the, your Yeti microphone into the USB port and then there'll be a little thing a little microphone symbol it's pretty intuitive and you just click on that and it'll give you a choice of what microphone it might automatically pick the Yeti and it'll say Yeti on it or it'll say like inline microphone which means the computer's own microphone you just pick the Yeti and then there's a little red light that blinks on the microphone and when you click the red light and it's solid red it means it's ready to record and you hit record and you start talking. Okay, good. Yeah, I was talking to some, some people say they like watching it, like it'll keep their interest. Like uh, they said, a podcast. You know, I was just kind of taking a poll with yeah, a, yeah. a friend. 
And they said people that do podcasts for like more than an hour or so, like they kind of start losing interest. Yeah. Um, they say when they're in their car, they love listening to it. If right. It's like 30 minutes. Yep. But they say usually at home, if you have a guest on, they like to see the interaction between you and the guest. Yeah, because Rogan does that, and and Pardo does that with um, like you can if you subscribe to Pardo's podcast, you can get the audio, and if you pay the the, the primo, you can get audio and video. But um, mm-hmm. I've always just been fine with audio, quite honestly. But I get I get the point, um, especially if it's a really you know if you get big name guests, of course you might like to see them, especially with those guys the with Pardo's gang. It's fun to see them all interact and things like that, but. Yeah. It'd be a bit bored seeing me. Uh, so, but yeah, people people do that uh, as well. And um, and the nice thing there, of course, is you can still listen to Pardo's podcast. You don't need to see the interaction. Um, yeah. But my friend Pat, his podcast goes over to it's a music podcast, and it goes. You might know Pat Francis. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, um, he used to be a Chicago guy, originally from Pennsylvania. Yeah. But he, um, yeah, he, his podcast is a music podcast. He goes to sometimes three hours, and it's fine. There's never any video for it, and people is seem to think right? it. Yeah, yeah. It depends. Does he talk about music? Or he has yeah. Bands on or no, no. He, um, it's usually a, a podcast where he, he has four rotating guest hosts and occasionally he'll do interviews and stuff and he'll play, you know, clips of songs. Fair use says we're allowed to use, uh, well, it's supposed to be 30 seconds, but Pat makes this argument and I agree. If iTunes can play a 90 second preview of a song, well, by gosh, we can play 90 seconds of a song. So like at the end of my show, like the end of this show that we're doing right now, there'll be a song of the week that I, uh, share with people, but I'm only going to, I only play 90 seconds of it and then that, and that ends the show. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he plays, you know, Clinton will talk about, like, um, I was on a show, I was out in Los Angeles, and I, um, we couldn't figure out an episode that we could do together, because our musical tastes are a little different, and uh, one of his favorite bands is UFO, you may remember them from the 70s, and one of my favorite bands is OMD. So he writes me and says, hey, we should do a UFOMD episode, and so we alternated playing UFO songs and OMD songs, and it was fantastic, so. It's funny. Yeah, yeah. You guys really like bands with initials in them. I guess I like ABC a lot, but uh, of course we had this discussion before. My favorite band is the Beach Boys, so no initials there. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so you're gonna think of starting a podcast. That's pretty cool. Yeah, you know, it's just there's there's no work right now. On exactly. The road, like places, everything keeps getting pushed back, pushed back, and I go, I got to do something creative and hopefully bring in a little money. You know, they keep telling me I'm not eligible for. Um, you know, unemployment. So, man, I just been, you know, I'm screwed. I'm living off like, you know, my savings and credit oh, cards, but it's, that's not, uh, that road ain't going to last too much longer, you know? No. Um, I know some clubs are kind of getting back to it, uh, with, you know, social distancing and stuff. Uh, but that's like in, in LA, I think, uh, Jackie Cation and Lori Colmartin are doing a kind of, some kind of a show in Burbank. I imagine people, Acme is back up and running in Minneapolis, but same thing. It's, you know, people apart, but they're also broadcasting them over the Internet, too. I think Slagle's show is going to be, uh, in August, is going to be broadcast over the Internet as well as being live there at Acme. So, um, but yeah, not, 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 not quite enough, though. Not, not like it was, certainly. Yeah, are they going to charge people uh, to listen to that? If I, they do you know, I don't know how they're doing that, Uh Honestly, I know you do have to pay to go to the club and you have to wear a mask and you have to agree to all this stuff, but it's still the same price as it was, I know, because I looked on the, I interviewed Erica Rhodes. Um, she was on the show a couple of weeks ago. I interviewed her for her show and it was the same, same price as it had been pre-COVID. 
same deal. You can do the, the, the dinner deal or just to go watch the comedy. Uh, but it's limited seating and you have to wear a mask and all that fun stuff. So, yeah, you know, the downside, um, are we, ta- are we, are we going to record this? Yeah, we, we, are, we already are. We already are. This is how we roll. Same thing we do on the oh, Sense Shirts podcast. We just start talking. <laughs> you cut out all this dumb stuff. I'm asking you all the stupid questions. Oh, no, that's fine. People are curious and people always ask me. In fact, I would also recommend, and even though this isn't a, a ringing endorsement, uh, they're fine. When you finally do get your podcast sorted, you want to have – unless you're really clever with uh, with your internet machine and can put it on your own website, you'll need a, a hosting uh, site. And the one I recommend is Podbean. Uh, they used to be kind of crappy and everybody loved uh, – Libsyn was the one everybody loved. And then Libsyn kind of got crappy and Podbean got okay and uh, it's um, – it's been fine for me, and I've, I've been stuck with it for ten years. And I don't want to move anywhere now. Um, I was Podbean. Podbean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, e- I'll email all this stuff to you uh, when we're okay, done. Please. But um, uh, Matt, who produces Jimmy's show, has they he started his own network, and coincidentally, a buddy of mine at work who does a baseball podcast is on that network. I can't remember what theirs is called. Um, I was going to join it. But then I thought, ugh, then i got to move all those episodes. And Matt was like, well, we'll move them all over for you. And I'm like, yeah. But by the time I got around to doing it, he said, oh, we've already got too many other shows on here. So I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll just stick with Podbean then. And Podbean's fine. And with Podbean, you can link it to uh, Apple Podcasts and Stitcher and everything else you need to do. So that's that's why I use that. So I use that for my show and Cincy Shirts, and I produce a third podcast. Uh, this lady does about uh, – she's a pilot. And it's an aviation mm-hmm. podcast, so uh, we just do Podbean because that's what I know. Pretty <laughs> mm, good. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so how are things in Chicago land? I haven't really heard much from anybody up there. Is, oh boy! Is it been? <laughs> they were having riots and looting, and it was pretty bad up here for a while. You know, yeah, we had that. Like... We had that here. <clears throat> yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They um, our, one of our t-shirt stores got attacked, and. Uh, yeah, it was it was it was pretty crazy. Um, we were watching the get all go down on TV, and it was a couple blocks from our store, and we're all kidding around. And this one store got smashed in. And one of the owners is like, "Hey, no one's breaking in our store. I'm insulted. No one likes our stuff." Well, about two hours later, this, the guy that is the baseball podcast goes, "He lives a couple blocks from the store." He said, uh, "They're coming up Main Street, and they've got they hit our store, and they completely wiped it out." So, Ooh, yeah, man. yeah, that's awful. Yep. You know, some of this stuff, you, well, you heard about, uh, you know, some stuff should be changed, you know. Oh, because, sure. But I think sometimes, like, a little bit of the younger generation, they want to change. Now they're pushing for, like, stupid stuff. Like, did you hear the latest? I'm not even making this up. Huh. They think master bedrooms offensive. Uh, my brother-in-law said that. I looked that up, and that was actually proposed a couple of years ago, and, I, and it, it didn't stick. You know what else was weird? Walkable mm-hmm. neighborhoods. Real estate agents are discriminating walkable neighborhoods. I never in a million years would associate that with something bad. To me, that means an area like in Cincinnati, where one of our other stores is called Hyde Park, you can, unlike my neighborhood where I live in the, in the actual suburbs, you can walk up to the corner and there's an actual street with stores on it where here you walk up to the corner and it's another road that you have to go all, like, go miles down before you actually get to the shopping area. And so you can't walk it. But yeah, walkable neighborhood is one now that it, we're not supposed to say, and I think it's really weird. Yeah, that's getting stupid now. It is, that's it, like, yeah. That's like me going, "Hey, I'm a tell, 
I'm offended that you say a, Italian sausage or Polish sausage. Yeah. I want that out of that name. You know what I mean? Right. Or, well, the thing too is Pepper Jack or honky tonk. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, well, the thing too is I think that it takes away from changing the things that should be changed because then you you kind of wear people out and they're like, well, we shouldn't change these things that really should be changed because people are like, you know, oh, well, that's dumb. That's just part of the same. That's just like getting rid of master bedroom and walkable neighborhood. It's all the same thing. Well, it's not all the same thing, but you know, no, but you're, you're right. It's your battles, man. Like exactly. Stuff. Yes. Like, you know, yes. I think people are like micro. You know. The thing that bothers me, it seems like every day somebody wakes up and they look for someone saying something wrong that they can jump on. Like, yeah. we're, we're looking for all the bad in society, you know, like, or what offends people every day. Like, isn't the whole point of life, like, to, to find out what makes you happy and what, like, why don't we look at those things? Like, oh, yeah. You know, maybe instead of arguing with people on the internet all day, like, you go out for a walk in nature or you go, you know what I mean? Yeah. Do things that make you happy instead of go. I'm going to see what offends me today on the internet. You know what I mean? Like, that's exactly. like a waste of, of time. It is. Well, most people are are completely stupid. Is my take. And to that end, a, a conservative friend of mine I went to high school with posted this video, and he goes, "Oh, the, they interviewed these uh, these protesters, and they're all dumb." So I sent him a you know a clip of uh, Jordan Klepper from The Daily Show interviewing Trump supporters, and I said, "The point of this is isn't to make fun of Trump supporters. The point is to show you that most people in a big crowd are stupid." And you can cherry pick stupid responses, although I think you will mostly get stupid responses because, as I've said before on this program many, many times, I try to follow the news and current events, and I have a hard time keeping up, and I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer by any means. So imagine people in these crowds that don't know, you know, don't really know, follow anything. Of course they're going to sound stupid, and most of them are. <laughs> so it's the, it's the mob. The mob is stupid. I think that's the thing. It's weird. When they were protesting um – you know, the guy that died up in Minnesota? Yes. Um, well, they were having, they had, you know, protests all over the country. And that cop, he should, like, he, he messed up. He did something wrong. Oh, he yeah. Go to jail. Yep. But some of these kids, I, I don't even know what they're, like, the one kid goes, he's yelling on camera down in Indianapolis. He goes, we're doing this for you, Greg. And some guy goes, his name's George. George <laughs> right? Like, like yeah. come on, you, you don't even know what you're protesting? You don't even get the guy's name right? Exactly, yeah. No matter what you're protesting, what, you know, whether you're, you're pro-gun or you're, you know, uh, you want to change uh, police tact, whatever it is you're protesting, you need to take a quiz first <laughs> before you get the permit. <laughs> yeah, study <laughs> you know, up on it. Yeah. Study up on it, yeah. And so they stick a camera in your face, you can say, well, yeah, people, you know, we should be allowed to have guns. Because, and you can make the argument. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not pro that, you know, but you know, Hey, I believe you're, you're an adult and you know, just please be careful is all I ask. You know, you can make a case for it and sure, that's fine. Protest all you want, but you know, just don't be an idiot. That's all I'm asking. Yeah. And the last I heard, I thought this was like a free country. You could like, you know, vote for who you want and you know what I mean? Like say, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. freedom of speech, like, you know, as long as you're not hateful or violent or, you know, like, just, man, come on, you know, it's yeah. like. I think if people are pushing too hard on every little word. Exactly. Like, it's going to wear people yeah, out. You remember, like, a, like, I don't know if it was last Christmas or the one before, they were, they wanted to get rid of that song. I think it was Baby It's Cold oh, yeah, Outside yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah. There was a Christmas song they wanted to get rid of. But, 
Nobody says nothing about somebody's rap songs talking about, uh, you know, killing cops and yeah. you know, slapping their girlfriends yeah. and calling them hoes. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Should we be? Like, that's I, worse than a Christmas song. It is. I mean, I kind of get the nuance there, but yeah, again, it's you're you're wearing people out, and and people don't aren't gonna. It's like the thing I I said this on my show last week. And it's one thing I said all along. What we say about comedy is to, when I teach the, the kids comedy writing is that here's a good rule of thumb. The punchline should be greater than the setup. So if you have a joke that's a little, you know, dicey, as long as the punchline is is over is better than the setup, then you're fine. But sometimes people, if you don't have a good punchline, people won't get past the setup. So if you have some joke about, you know, you know some ethnic group, blah blah blah, did that, and then but if you don't have a good punchline to follow that, all people are gonna think about is, well, he told a really horrible ethnic joke. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so let me ask you this: since I have a horse in this race, uh, and you're a big sports fan, what do you think about the the sports teams changing their names? Um, I think they should. You know, if people find it offensive, you know, like um, I think they should. You know. Yeah. So I just heard on the radio there was some guy up there in the D.C. area. He got uh, for the last five years. He's been buying the rights to names. <laughs> so if the Redskins choose any of these names, they're going to have to go to this guy and buy the rights off of him. There but you go. That's a, I think he got like eleven or twelve of them like that, uh, a, registered with, and I'm like, holy cow! That's you know? expensive. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Here's the thing: because since I have a horse in this race, as it were, is I've always thought the name of our baseball team was dumb, and by our team, I mean the Indians. I don't think it was necessarily offensive, and here's why. Um, I was listening to a radio show from Canada one time, and they were talking to this journalist, and he worked a lot with um, – up there, there are the First Nation people. Here we call them Native Americans. He was talking to a bunch of First Nation people, and he kept referring to them as Indians, and he stopped himself in the interview and said, hey, I'm saying the word Indians because they don't call themselves First Nation people. They still call themselves Indians. Um, even, even though they say that though, I don't think that's 100% true because I hear them interviewed on the radio now and on the CBC and they, they say First Nation. But anyway, uh, to that end, it's still a dumb and accurate name because they are not in fact Indians. They, you know, and Cleveland Native Americans would, would sound silly and it wasn't founded by Native Americans. So we can get rid of the name. Definitely get rid of Chief Wahoo. And, uh, go, and I just suggested to somebody, hey, let's call them, let's call them the tribe. And then someone pointed out to me, a friend of a friend of mine said, well, no, the problem with that is, is that is a, can be offensive to Jewish people, which I didn't know. And then I saw another article where they said, well, it kind of, even though in modern day parlance, I think this means less of this, people kind of connotate it with Africans. You just say tribe and, and, and Indians too. And I get that, but I think that's become actually less because you always hear people say, hey, I found my tribe, just meaning they found a group of people they can hang out with. So who knows? But I'm fine with Cleveland Spiders. I'm fine with Cleveland. It's still our baseball team, you know? We call them like the Cleveland Nothings. The Cleveland <laughs> Nothings, yeah. Nothings, so they don't offend anybody. Yeah. But you know, some idiot's going to find something wrong with that. That's, what, what, I mean? I'm, that's like, what I'm afraid of, yeah. I mean, I mean, animal thing. You, you, you're, I guess you're pretty safe with what you got bears and White Sox and Cub, Blackhawks. Uh oh. Look out. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, uh,. I don't know. I'm sure people with white socks are going to be protesting pretty yes, soon. I got a pair on right now, actually. Uh, <laughs> you know? So, um, it's crazy. yeah, it is. And then, you know, you don't have, you know, like people go, oh, we need. And then if you do like a joke about COVID, people will go, oh, how insensitive. Do you know how many people died from this? And do you know how many, you know? And, uh, you know, I wrote a joke and uh, I haven't used it yet, but it ain't, it ain't about it's it's kind of about the subject of COVID, but it's 
saying like how ridiculous something, and you have to laugh at something, man. Like sure. you just can't, yeah, uh, you know, beat yourself up every day. And not, you know, and the and the joke that I was thinking was, you know, like every day they're coming out with new side effects. You know that mm-hmm. if you ha- like, they go, does your hair stand on end? Is your car is the tires low on air? <laughs> like you could have COVID if you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Just, it's like, come on! It's like there, it's anything. You could have anything now, and you could have COVID. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, it's scary. They don't, they don't know. But to that end, that makes it, what makes it even scarier, I guess, because you know, you just and and until they get their their heads around this, it just doesn't seem this is ever going to end. You know, we just yeah. I mean, and then you hear about, uh, you know, now I heard that there's a pneumonia going around China that's worse than COVID. You know, but. You know, I don't know if that's internet rumors or, you know, but I think I read it from, I forgot what source I saw it on, but hmm. it's like, you know, and some people, they're getting their news off of Facebook, you know what I'm saying? Exactly, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe we should listen to a doctor instead of like Betty from Reno, like she yeah. was so put, hey, well, you should it's... drink, uh, you know, rubbing alcohol. Yeah, you're right. That'll, that'll, that'll do fix it. it. And then all these people spread that, you yeah, know? Yeah, I, yeah. I heard my friend's a doctor and said this. Your friend's not a doctor. Stop it. Uh, Matt Fugate posted this <laughs> thing. driver, yeah. Matt Fugate, uh, Minneapolis comedian, posted this thing from a uh, – it was from a writer and I can't remember the guy's name. Jimmy Uva. I'll tell people on the other side of the interview who it was. Um, and it's a meme t- laying out that the numbers for, for COVID and it is pretty scary. He's like, oh, well, you know, it, it, only, it only has a 1% death rate, but 1% of our country is 3.5 million people. That's a big number. He's going mm-hmm. on. So I look. I'm like, well, before I comment on this, I'm going to see who this guy is. And I looked it up and like, holy shit. This guy's some kind of a sex perv. He's all into like polyamorous relationships, and yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll get his exact name. Um, but my my cousin posted the same. Not my my nephew, who's running who's running for office, by the way, in Wyoming. We'll need to discuss that on the podcast. He's running for uh, state the state legislature in Wyoming. Uh, very proud of him. Anyway, he posted the same thing, and I wrote. He's a felon that's running. What's that? He's a felon. No, 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 no. He's my nephew. He's my nephew, and he's running for state legislature, uh, the state senate in Wyoming. From his town, oh, your oh, cool. he's un, he's unopposed as a Democrat, uh, but then he's going to run against a guy that's I think three or four terms in. But anyway, uh, so he posted the same thing, the same meme, and I said, "Kevin, uh, look up this guy," <laughs> and he's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> so, Real yeah, 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 this guy's got women suing him. Now that doesn't mean that his his logic is wrong on these COVID numbers, but at the same time, you don't want to look at this guy. Let's see what the sex pervert has to say about COVID nineteen. Yeah, where you getting the news from? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but isn't it more? I mean, I think that's an average one percent. I know, mm-hmm. like certain, like I think, like countries like Italy and um, even places like Florida, they were up to like three percent. I heard. You know, oh, like, I didn't even, yeah, I didn't even know that. And it also, well, not only that, it, it. Uh, it it even if if it doesn't kill you, it it has all kinds of like horrible effects. Or the the one guy on CNN, the British guy that does he he does some economic news and he does some reporting on the royal family. He kind of like splits between the two. And what he's had it, and I guess he's had all kinds of like it hasn't killed him. It hasn't. He's not like in the hospital or not still in the hospital. But he's he's, he's still having all kinds of health issues, even though he's like you know over the hump as it were. I heard that eighty percent of the country is going to have it in some form or another at one time. Oh, my, I, yeah. I, I think that it it's happening or it happened already. Like I know people that were sick this year, like they've never been sick before. Yeah, and it was before they had all these testings, you know. Yep. And I got messed up pretty sick back in February. Same. And, uh, yeah. 
and uh, and then I went to Vegas, and they told me that they think it went through there in January and February because all these young kids that were working at the club, mm-hmm. they said that they were all no one could breathe. It was horrible. Uh-huh. They all got like some crazy sickness, and it was uh, it was still developing. Like they didn't know it was here yet in the numbers that it was, and but I think. I think a lot of people had it ready, you know. I I think so, or or, or some version of it. Because yeah, I was kind of sick in February, and my and my wife was too. She did a business trip, and right the two days after she got back is when everything like hit the fan here in Ohio, and they started closing everything. And uh, but uh, yeah, I think she she thinks, and I think too that it, yeah, everybody's going to get it eventually. Right. We just have to make sure that the most vulnerable among our population. Are safe because if you're, it seems that if you're healthy, you'll probably be okay. You'll just be sick like you never were before, like you said. Uh, but it's the people that are, are at risk, you know, the elderly, and if you have if you have an existing respiratory condition, that's the people that we really have to watch out for. Hey, get this! I was on a plane. It's just a short hop from Chicago to Cleveland. Like yep. probably in the air for about an hour. Yeah. In the middle of the flight, you know, we're up in the air, and this guy's walking down the aisle, and he. I guess he was going to the restroom. He just dropped. He, he didn't trip. He just, boom. He just face first. So the guy next to me in the seat, he's uh, he's trying to help the guy up, but the guy's kind of like out of it. And the flight attendant comes over there, and he has his hand on this guy's back, and he tells her, he goes, this guy's burning up. Like, how hot is your body that someone can feel that through Oh, my God. Shirt? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. The guy's fever had to be through the roof. Jeez. So they, they get him back sit, seated, and then uh, we get to Cleveland, and paramedics come on the plane, and they get him off. And uh, Southwest, they got it. They just they didn't clean the plane. They don't know if the guy, you know, they don't know what he had, if he had corona or the flu or whatever. But he, the guy had, like, a, a crazy high fever, and, and he yeah. passed out. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, but... Southwest, they didn't. They just got everybody off the plane, and they put 120 new people on the plane, and they took off. I think the plane was going to Tampa. I'm like, man, you should like uh, take that plane out of service and clean it or yeah, something. Yeah, wipe it down. No, they just turned it right around. And when was this? And then four or five days after that, I got really sick. So when was this? Back in February. In February, yeah. Wow, man. And you know what's to blame? All, like all these, all these uh, companies. They're, they send this bullshit uh, email to go, we care about your da-da-da. Yeah. And the week – then why – if they care, why are they offering like $49 flights and, <laughs> you know, rooms on yep. the strip for $45 with a view, you know? Yeah. And it's just like – that. that's not caring. Like if they cared – and the government's going to bail out the airline. So they're not going to lose money. But I don't know, man. They're, yeah. they're spreading it. Is worse. I think that's socially oh, the, they're unreasonable. You know what I'm saying? One, yeah, the they're one that gets me are all, are all these cruise ship companies. Uh, they're all sticking their hand out, and most of them the they run their ships uh, under the flag of other countries so they can get around U.S. taxes and regulations. And as soon as something goes wrong, they're like, "We need some money <laughs> help us out." What are you nuts? Cruise ships weren't healthy when everything was going fine. Yeah. You remember that people were like, "Oh yeah." People were getting sick, and it was just like that's. They were worse off when everything was okay. Yeah. Well, cool, man. How can uh, people find what you what you're up to like these days? Uh, is it? Yeah, you got your be, um, 
I'll be mowing my lawn later today. <laughs> and then, uh, Friday, I'm going to clean the garage out. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so I guess we can just no, keep uh, keep track keep track of your uh, via your website, and maybe uh, you'll get your your podcast launched. I'll, I'll send you all the info I have. And, oh, uh, thanks, brother. Yeah, I yeah. appreciate that. And, and people, uh, uh, you know, uh, my website, RockyLaporte.com, and uh, I'm on all social medias, Rock, you know, comedian Rocky Laporte or Rocky Laporte. And, um, you know, I'm hoping uh, we get some dates, uh, like August, September, we might yeah. start going back. If everything goes the right way, you know, that's where we're and at right now, you know. You have some specials out there, too, right? People can watch? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. So that, that's way you, another way you can help Rocky Laporte and uh, stream his comedy and all all the places you stream comedy from. So yeah, that'll uh, that that'll certainly help. Yes, sir. Great. So we'll see. We'll see. Right. We'll, I just hope it gets better for everybody in the nation. You know, exactly. I mean? I hope we just turn this thing around and get a grip on it, and you know. Yep. And then wait for the yeah, next pandemic. Good, man. We got to start looking for what makes us happy, not what exactly. Makes us pissed yeah, you know what I mean? especially now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, cool, man. Well, hopefully we'll see you uh, up in Minneapolis or down here in Cincinnati sometime soon, uh, or maybe back over in Cleveland. Um, that's where we're headed uh, tomorrow to visit my daughter. Oh, are you? Good for you, man. Yeah, yeah. She's working at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and uh, mm. yeah, it's been a little nutty there, but... Uh, <laughs> We, we make How is, Ohio, is Ohio okay with numbers or like what's going uh, on the big there? the big counties uh, Cuyahoga Franklin and Hamilton which is your Cleveland Columbus Cincinnati are all like in the red and we have a mask ordinance in this county where Cincinnati is there's in the same way in Cleveland so mm-hmm. she goes to work uh, she has to check she helps check people in as really in her original job but she's they, they wanted they only came, brought back a few people to open the museum and they definitely want her to be one of them because they like her a lot. But uh, she's just checking people in and helping them get, you know, space people out and all that other stuff. She comes home, has to throw all her stuff into the laundry room, takes a shower. <laughs> just, uh, mm. yeah, so it's been a, been a little crazy. But, um, yeah, if hopefully people would just use a little common sense, we could, you know, battle this and not have to uh, run yep. the economy at the same time. So, um, yep. Okay, man, we'll hang in there. Um, like I said, I'll email that stuff to you tonight and, uh, with some links and stuff, how to get all the audacity and pod bean and all that fun stuff. And, I appreciate uh, that, man. no, no problem, brother. All right. Well, thanks for taking the time. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay. Good talking to you. Good man. talking to you again. Talk to you later. All right. All right bye. bye. Thanks again to Rocky Laporte for being on the show. You can catch Rocky at RockyLaporte.com. Laporte has an E on the end. Otherwise, it's spelled just the way it sounds. Best way to help out Rocky at this point, uh, watch one of his specials. Uh, listen to his stand-up on any of the platforms you listen to stand-up comedy on. That would be very helpful. Buy something from his store, for goodness sake. Because um, my wife asked me, goes, well, how can we help Rocky out? And I'm like, well, maybe we'll buy some stuff, some of his merch, uh, certainly. And also, like I said, uh, yeah, watch one of his specials. Uh, they're hilarious. He was great on Last Comic Standing and all that stuff. So you'll, when you see him, you'll recognize him immediately. Go, oh, yeah, that guy. He's hilarious. So uh, that uh, is that. I think um, I don't have anything to wrap up with, Rocky. Yeah, so we're going to move on to the song of the week here. Song of the week from Harry Styles. And uh, this is from uh, his current album, Fine Line, which has produced four singles. Uh, this is not scheduled to be one of them, which shocks me. Uh, Watermelon Sugar currently is the single. It is top ten in the U.K. right now. I 
it's probably top 10 in the United States, I'm pretty sure. And um, I don't know if they're going to release a fifth single from the album. They, they very well could. It's a very good album. And if they do, it should certainly be this one, because this one, boy, uh, couldn't be a more perfect single for these times. Not necessarily uh, with the pandemic itself, but in the way if, you know, you, well, people have always been jerks on Facebook and in social media and things like that, but now even more so. So uh, this song is just called Treat People with Kindness. Simple as that. And uh, it's a nice tune. It's got a little cost at the beginning, I kind of like that, and uh, it's just a great pop tune. I think this is one of the standout tracks from the album. Uh, see what you think. This is Harry Styles, Treat People with Kindness, our song of the week on PF Tape Recorder. So long, and thanks for listening. Maybe.